Hey yo, you are listening to Date Yourself. Every day is a good day here at the Nook, and you guys out there are even better. Thank you so much for making the decision towards self-improvement, social competency, and becoming confidently independent. These are your goals, and they are ours as well for you. Last episode, we talked a little bit about self-discovery and ways in which we can do better to get to know our behaviors and then improve. But today we'll be elaborating on the importance of self-respect in day-to-day conversations. We're going to go over how this self-love plays a huge role in making every situation pain-free. First off, what is it about self-love that is so, so attractive? Now, I'm not talking about a Gaston from Beauty and the Beast-like love. I'm talking about just sheer self-value. Let me explain using an example of gold. With gold, what is the difference between 12 carats and 24 carats? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say one has magic in the air and the other one doesn't. Yeah. Little, um, little Bruno Mars, you know what I'm saying? Well, 24 is a number by which gold is measured. And listen to this. It's measured by purity. If it's 24 karat gold, it is 100% gold. But if it's 12, the object contains about 50% gold and maybe some copper and maybe some silver and other nice things that are mixed in. Which would be more of value, do you guys think? Obviously, it's pure gold. So when we are afraid to bring our real selves It works very similarly in a social situation. The less we conceal, the more character we bring to a relationship, and therefore, more value. Our pure selves comes out. Self-love is accepting that your traits bring you difference, and that difference can be cashed in as value. People like character. They admire differences. If it brushes off wrong, though, I think you just got to forget it and move on. If you try to act like everyone else, you bring no personal value to the group. And that's, I think, where we can have a trouble sometimes. Remember, you will never be the best copycat, but you can be the best you. So the cool thing about life is we're not valued for being normal. We're valued because we're special. And I've especially found this in college as you go to do your major, that people are very similar to you in your major, but you go to any other building in the college And it seems like everyone is just different people. It's because they have different skills and they're going to different places in life. Now, from the movie The Greatest Showman, we have the bearded women singing. Ouch, my ears. Gosh dang it, I hate musicals. Respect the classics, man. Okay, I have even noticed this as I talk to new friends I make. Most of the time, girls. Sometimes... Wait, Ryan, are you telling me you got lady friends, bro? Next question. (laughs) Sometimes, I'll say something that is 100% me. And even though I may think it is one of my bad attributes, the conversation still plays on. Because... The other party is interested in respecting me personally. So be bold. Tell people how it is. They respect so much more that honesty than being fake. Okay, we want to talk about some things that we struggle with entering a social situation with self-respect. First one being, stop comparing yourself to others and their opinions. I feel like sometimes in our heads we think someone is cooler than us 
and then we we back down on our heads and we've already lost the battle. If we're willing to put ourselves out there, we're never going to be the best at anything, but we can be our best and that's what's important. And so this comparing thing, we come from different backgrounds, with different friends, with different values. And so of course, we're going to have to be different. And so really comparing us to somebody else is never going to be an equal comparison because we don't 100% know them, but we know ourselves really well. So another trial we have while trying to become socially competent is also allowing yourself to make mistakes in social situations. Sometimes we would say something, we mumble, we don't exactly say what we want to say, and that freaks us out and it disables us to really speak what we want to say and really feel confident in this situation. How do you think we can overcome that, Tyler? We have to realize that we are made to make mistakes, right? If we're playing basketball or football or whatever, when we make mistakes, we actually learn a lot more than we do when we are successful. Because when we make those mistakes, we have to learn from them to become successful. And so I think if we go in with the attitude of, okay, I made my mistake, but that's not going to limit me. That's going to start me on the path to being successful. I think that's where we can do it correctly. All right. So almost like putting into practice is just get out and try it step by step, getting better at it. For sure. Do you ever feel like you have a hard time being bold in public? Oh yeah. I feel like a lot of people get offended at everything these days. And to be bold is something that a lot of people don't want to hear. They just want you to fit in and do everything that's right. So saying this, we understand it's hard to be socially competent and having self-love in social situations. We understand that social anxiety is a thing. So we looked up and found an article by John from johnbarb.com. He says that if it is true that we are having this, it's going to take a lot. And we're going to go through a lot of dark places and be in a lot of uncomfortable situations. But what we have to do mentally, and this is his quote, you have to kill your false identity gradually and allow the new one to be born. He then goes on and talks about how he has counseled with many people with social anxiety and reforming their lives through this form, just helping them practice letting go of the old self and creating a new identity. So at the end of every episode, we talk about our three things, personal improvement, social competency, and confidently independent, and how this applies to our topic in being confident entering social situations. So first one, personal improvement. This is a leadership trait. Martin Luther King Jr. didn't say, I might have a dream. He said, I have a dream. When we have that confidence, we have self-respect, and that is going to influence other people. I can't think of a better way to make friends and become a true friend than not being fake. Fake friends ain't no fake news, bruh. You know. (laughs) All right. So if you are giving people who you are and what you are, The people who are going to be your friends are going to appreciate that so much more about you because there will be no lies. There will be no backstabbing. What you are and what they see is what they'll get. The more I grow up, the faker people get and it drives me absolutely crazy. And for being confidently independent, self-love is super important as we're giving presentations for business, for school or for whatever. Or we're trying to make new friends presenting ourselves because their judging faces won't ruin our presentations. We can walk into situations and be like, this is me, this is who I am, and they can't ruin that reputation and that image of ourselves. We can remain confident. All right, so we have a challenge for you guys. Have you made a new friend recently? Then when you have an opportunity, go to this new friend and try being a bit more bold with them. Tell them more about yourself and tell them the whole truth. 
not just the half-truth. Share with them a cool secret about yourself that you don't share with a lot of people, and then see how it goes. Good or bad, we want to hear back from you how it went. Email us at dateyourselfpod at gmail.com, and we'll do our best to get back with you, and maybe one day you'll have a chance of being featured here on the show. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on the next one.